welcome to the eighth episode of Life Raid. How about we just get straight into the questions this time and stop daily dallying? Okay, um, straight to the first question. Are emotions rational or irrational? Emotions, well, rational or irrational. If you're taking it on the point of like, um, well, it depends. Sometimes it can be rational, like some things can cause you to be like angry or sad. Well, sometimes you can just be angry and sad at stuff, like, but it doesn't make sense per se. Like, say it's something so trivial, yet you're so angry about it. It could be that. So this is kind of a subjective one for yeah. me, at least. What are you thinking? I mean, if you're talking about emotions as if it were an idea, I'd probably say emotions themselves are pretty irrational. Because someone, someone once told me that... Um, Emotions, there's like this certain idea, I don't remember what it's called, but there's like a way that um, uh, people think about emotions as like, calling an emotion, quote unquote, an emotion is like, is basically humans classifying your bodily reactions um, and classifying it as with a word and calling it an emotion, even though emotions are just your body reacting a certain way. Yeah. Well, I would say, though, emotions are, like, from, like, human, like, survival, natural instincts and stuff, like, anger and, like, just, like, fear is from, like, survival instincts of, like, danger, essentially. Yeah, yeah, but, but, like, what I'm trying to say is there's, like, a certain, um, I guess, theory that, um, emotions are just, um, emotions are kind of just bodily reactions or natural instincts that, aren't like necessarily what people think emotions are yeah yeah I see, I see what you mean okay moving on to the next question is it okay to consume and endorse art made by people who have done terrible things um yes um yeah it's completely fine while the art is made by them and they themselves might be a terrible person it doesn't make the art that they made terrible like, you can classify their art yeah. life and, like, their other personal life to be two separate things. I mean, obviously, if yeah, it's plagiarism, yeah. then no. Because, like, it's plagiarism, obviously. It's not It's not theirs in the first place. Um, but, like, if it's, like, art, then, like, it, it's good art. If you like the art, then you like the art. Like, you don't have to worry about who it's made by. But you, yeah. can, you can still, like, like the art just because... Even if you don't like the person themselves who made it, you can still like the art in yeah. question. At least that's what I think. But, you know, yeah, I think that too, to some degree, it's like, it's okay to consume and endorse art, but th- that art that the person made, um, and I guess as long as the art isn't something that you necessarily disagree with it because some people's art also reflect who they are yeah i get but yeah. some don't like some art is just plain art and some art is meant to reflect who they are and if you unknowingly endorse that it's not your fault it's okay if you did that so it's not like it's bad or it's like it's not like it's your fault for doing something that you didn't know or like you know yeah. And so I guess it's because, in my opinion, it's okay to do most things. And if, like, as long as you're not the person doing it, as long as you're not the person making the art that, that like, is 
done de terrible things, that has done terrible things, then it's not like you're endorsing what they've done, you're endorsing the art that they've made, which is an object and not a direct classification and representation of what they've done and their terrible actions. Because if an art piece was supposed to represent that person um, and the terrible acts they did, then maybe it wouldn't necessarily be okay to consume and endorse that art if you also disagree with that person has done. Yeah. But if you dis if you agree with what that person has done, all the terrible things they've done, if you agree with the artist for doing all those bad things, and that's why you endorse their endorse and consume their art, then that's okay because then you're agreeing with them. Yeah. I mean, even if it is kind of a bad and terrible thing. Yeah, but still. And then again, it's terrible. Like, who decides what something is terrible or not terrible to do? So that's for you, yourself to decide. So it's like, it's for yourself to decide whether it's okay to consume and endorse that art that someone has done something terrible um, made because... It's your decision to decide whether what that person did is terrible or not, and whether that art is representation of what the artist made, and what the artist did. Yeah, but like what what I'd also say is like uh, if like an art art piece is meant to show like the uh, artist's personal experiences, I guess you could. It's like how you take it. Then do you take it as some like their own personal experiences? Do you take it at face value? Do you take it in a whole different meaning? Like it's how you want to consume it. I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's like um, like indoor... there's like a story of like, yeah, there's like this story of um someone, I saw it on YouTube where this person um had had a gift from their ex, and once they got in a relationship with their new significant other, um they you they still wore what the ex gave them, not because it had any significant value to them. Um, like, the ex may have intended it to have significant value for them, but they didn't take it that way and just wore it because they looked cool. And then the significant other was like, oh, who's that from? It's like, oh, it's from my ex. And it's like, oh, and they kind of got jealous and like, oh, no, it doesn't have any significant meaning to them, not attached or anything to, like, that significance. I just think it looks cool. And that's what they said. Yeah, yeah, So it's kind exactly. of like that. It's like, it's for what your consciousness and what your emotional decision is like oh do I really care about like the emotional part of this piece or do I just like it because it looks cool it's like do I associate my like the like with your example do I associate this piece of clothing with my ex no it's just a piece of clothing that I have yeah 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 you don't have to make link it with the person you made it I guess yeah well next question uh which is more important justice or mercy um, I think justice, okay, let me explain this properly, um, justice, because, um, justice can lead, it, depending on how you enact justice, you can also have mercy with it, while having mercy only won't necessarily give you justice, because if you let someone off the hook, which is mercy, then they could just do it again, but if you justice them by teaching them how it's wrong, and, like, going through, like, normal steps, like being nice to them but also teaching them like how they're wrong and what they did wrong then it's enacting justice and get showing mercy because you're not just straight up confining them to a cell or like 
giving the death penalty, perhaps. If you get what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I get it, I get it. It's like, um, there's a sense of mercy in justice itself. Um, but then again, this is also comes with what your definition of justice is. Because, you know, people have different definitions of justice. But <laughs> at least in my definition of justice, justice comes with the idea of mercy along with it. Yeah. Alright, um, next question. Uh, do we live in a simulation of sorts? This question, huh? I mean, it is possible, but like, it's kind of subjective. It's like, do you think we live in a simulation? Me personally, um, I'm not sure. If I, I'm trying to think of what I'd answer here, but like, I really can't think. It's almost like the people I mean, who made the simulation is, are trying to stop me from giving the answer. But I'm just, I'm just going to joke. Wow. I'm obviously joking uh, with my answer. Um, I don't know, yeah. actually. Um, huh, but nothing makes sense. Then. Like, all of them just lead to more questions. If you say yes or no. Like, if you say yes yeah, to yeah. the simulation, who's the, like, makers of the simulation? If you say no, then what is... Uh, the world. Well, yeah, because um, kind of like, do we live in a simulation? It's like, is someone else in control of the simulation we are making? Um, if yes, and or is it just us? Is it just our consciousness and our brain making up the simulation? What if or this is just VR? If no... <laughs> what if what if the world is just VR and we're just being controlled or something? And we're just and then while we're in this, virtual we're just... consciousness. So virtual consciousness. I mean, have you seen those um, memes of like people who are like, oh, when you die, you wake up, and then it's like, oh, how was the VR experience? Bruh. Imagine though, imagine though. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's just like, whoa, that was a dream? Thank God. I'd be so, I'd be so annoyed. Oh. I'd have to go through that much pain twice. Maybe even more time. <laughs> wow. It'd be a simulation inside a simulation. Oh, damn. I guess that'd be one hell of an adventure. It's almost like a dream inside a dream, you know? Inside like, a dream inside, inside a, a dream. simulation. It's almost just as trippy because, like, I guess simulation is the same as a dream because most of the time when you are in a dream, you don't know that you're in a dream. So if well, you're in a simulation, yeah. you also most of the time don't know you're in a simulation. Yeah, you could lose... Wait, so can you lose in simulation? Hold Maybe on. dreams are simulations. That would be an interesting theory. We should try it. Okay, so if I said lucid dreaming is like simulations, let's try a lucid simulation. Every... <laughs> I don't wow. think that... So we could control the world. Wait, we can already do that. Oh, wow. I mean, yeah. I guess it kind of a simulation. I guess is a more advanced way to describe like a more advanced dream. Yeah, it's like a dream that's way more realistic. Yeah, that usually. Well, then again, is with technology. Well, at least that's what I presume. Well, the thing is that dreams, you can't. When you wake up, you don't remember them. So you, whether oh, they're realistic or not, it's not like you remember whether how realistic it is, unless you're in the moment. It's like, I thought about this before, it's like amnesia. It's like, um, you won't, if you have amnesia, you won't remember what it was like to go back, you know, into like what you did. You can't remember. 
and you can't remember having amnesia. Like, if you took self-induced amnesia, you can't remember giving consent to put amnesia on you. So you don't even know that you have amnesia. So say at any moment, like, let's say I accidentally um, got into, I accidentally killed someone. Let's say I accidentally killed someone, right? And I'm like, oh shit, I don't want to remember this. So then I self-induced amnesia after I got rid of the body. And then it's like, um, I don't know that I killed someone, but in that moment, before I took the amnesia, I knew I did. Listen, I don't know what you're talking about. I never killed nobody. I don't remember it because I made myself. But how get would amnesia. you know that you didn't self-induce amnesia? How, well, how you would wouldn't. you know? Because you, you don't even know you if you did. Yeah, you wouldn't know that you gave yourself you amnesia. Know. Exactly. So, let's just say that in the life you're living right now, in the consciousness you're living right now, the you that's sitting and listening to this podcast hasn't done something and self-induced amnesia and you don't remember that you did it. And that's like the thing with like, that's the thing with governments. Cause like, if, the, if you did something that the government didn't like, they induced amnesia, how would you remember? How would you remember that the government did anything? You wouldn't. You wouldn't, because then if you did, the amnesia didn't work properly, clearly. Exactly. So technically, at any moment, anything could have happened, and you could have just been amnesiaed, and then boom, you don't remember yeah, it you, anymore. You could have forgotten something in your life or just now, but because of self-induced exactly. amnesia, you don't know that. Exactly. So it's kind of like we wouldn't know if we lived in a simulation, if it were controlled by someone else, because they probably just erased it from our about thinking about it out of our minds write everything in your journals everybody start making journals we need to start writing everything down we can't let the <laughs> simulation owners destroy us or whatever oh wow i mean they could just destroy the journal and then have an amnesia where you don't even remember ever making a journal oh no oh no <laughs> who so knows what they, they can do give you amnesia you know you they give you amnesia they erase the fact that you had a journal to begin with and then burn the journal and that's gone. You have no files, you don't have anything to go back and realize what you did. Damn. I, mean, I guess it's kind of just a foolproof plan. What were we talking about again? Uh, no pun intended. Simulations, bro. <laughs> simulations. Oh, yeah, simulations. All right, I next actually question. forgot, by the way. Next question. Go on to the next question. Yeah, um, yeah. Number five. You may know that you have consciousness, but is it possible to prove it to other people? If so, how would you prove it? Um, prove. Um, could you elaborate on this question, please? <laughs> like, like it's like our last question. It's like our last question. Um, you know, you have consciousness and you have memories, right? But how would you prove that it? weren't just everything you make made up how do you know it's not just a simulation how do you know that these people they're talking to are real how do you know that your brain just didn't make it up to make you seem less lonely huh you and how would you prove that how would you prove that these other people are real that these other people also have consciousness well i guess it'd be almost impossible to I, well, yeah. the only thing I can think of is like to, like because like if you if you like te- 
if you like try to get them to do something that you didn't anticipate well then it could have just been on the subconscious level where like you don't understand it so the only possible way i can think of proving it is to like realize what's inside your subconscious mind which is pretty much impossible at least to our knowledge right now and then yeah. have somebody do something which you didn't anticipate at all that'd be the only way to prove it yeah. but that's pretty much impossible as of now i don't know if that'd be possible in the future but probably not yeah yeah because if i mean would your consciousness let you do that though who knows who knows this might even just be impossible in general yeah, because if your consciousness made all this up, what's to say that it won't let you even think about doing that in the first place? Who knows? I guess, that, I guess just that in itself is a way to disprove that. Because why would the consciousness let me think about this? About how I could be in a consciousness um, and everything is just fake? It probably wouldn't let me think about that. So I guess that kind of just disproves the theory. Or would it? I don't know. Hmm. Well, on to the next question. Should history be told with more emphasis placed upon leaders or upon the common people? Um, a bit of both, a bit of both. We we need all mm. sides of the story for the best experience. We we don't just want the common. We want to see the leaders also. But we also want to see what the common yeah. like common and leaders are both important here. You got what I mean? But like which one do you think there would be more of? Um, which which one do you think there should be more of? Well, the common people, because we right now, us here, are the common people. Therefore, we should be told about our history and how people like us lived. I guess. Yeah. If you go. I mean, yeah, I guess that's true. We don't. I feel we like don't, um, it's like like knowing. It's like we don't want to know how like the big people live because that's not how we're going to live we won't learn that much from them we'll learn more from people who are well, like us but if they're leaders mean. wouldn't it be better to learn from the leaders so you can become a leader yourself mm, but then i would say the common people like i don't, I don't know i mean it's just like i guess you can relate to the common people more and so it'd be more interesting but like history, I mean, but That's a part of history, a part of history, and a big part of history is the fact that you learn from the past. So, yeah. I mean, if you're just, I mean, it's good to have some common people, but I don't think it should be the majority or like just exactly half. Because the common people, they did stuff. So you just have like a couple, like a few common people to stories about like what it was like to be a common person. But you should also have quite a lot yeah. of stories from leaders because they actually made a change and they can learn yeah, from those yeah, people okay. and make change yourself yeah i see what you mean because common people should strive common people should strive to become leaders which are acknowledged by the history books okay. yeah i get what you mean so i guess well both of them should be told in history more emphasis upon leaders yeah, yeah. who make change and then common people for like seeing common stuff like the yeah because you still stuff. need to know what common because common leaders are made from common people because common people turn into leaders after they realize yeah whatever they realize i don't know whatever change or something they want to make because 
Yeah, yeah. So then you can com compare to like how they were before, and then slowly become a, a a great leader, and then you can become a leader yourself after learning from what they did. So there should be like a basis of like what the common people back in those times were, and how they became those leaders, um, and what they used their powerful leadership powers to do. And then, yeah, I guess it's just a learning process. Yeah. All right, number seven. Question number seven. Um, what's right? If any, oh wait, that's not how you read the question. All right. Um, what rights, if any, do animals have? Okay, rights for animals is um just essentially um what I would say is like it's like don't kill an animal if like just for willy nilly, just for like it like oh I'm a bit pissy or like. Just for lols, I'm going to kill you. Like, you're not going to do that to a human, yeah. hopefully. You're not going to do that to an animal either, if you get what I mean. Like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're killing an animal for, like, food and stuff, then, like, obviously, like, go with, like, the old... Don't kill... Don't, like, get, like, a baby cow and kill it for, for meat. Like, that's just, like, bruh. Yeah. Like, go start with the yeah, old ones yeah. first, if you get what I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, um, I think... Yeah, they have rights I guess animals... I guess, like, all animals have the right to live. And, I guess, in itself, life is kind of, like, a constant um, thing of going back and forth of taking away other animals' rights. Because, like, listen, if there were a bigger predator, let's say, powerful enough to kill humans and make humans a sort of prey, then the people, humans, would be yelling and fighting about, like, oh, they don't give us rights. They don't give us, you know, the big hunter, new species of things that kill humans aren't giving humans rights. But then you would compare that to, hey, wait, then what about the animals that humans have been killing? So I guess in, in my belief system, I would say that animals have the right to live and they also have the right to be happy. And, you know, so do humans. Yeah. Humans have the right to live and be happy. Yeah. The thing is that humans, they have the right to live and be happy, right? But the thing is that uh -huh. they also get that taken away from them, whether it's from animals the, that humans consider prey um, or, you know, other humans because uh, they're murderers and there's people who like to torture people and not kill them. They're taking away happiness and they're taking away other people's lives. And that's basically also similar to what animals yeah. do. Humans do that to animals. They torture animals before. Humans have done that before. And animals also have eaten other of their own same species. That's just something that's kind of general with different species. Yeah. Um, I would say, like, for, like, rights, like, just, like, respect the animal's wishes as much as possible. Like, obviously, we can't talk to them as of now. But, like, you can use, like, like body language and things like that. Like, basic stuff in order to figure out what an animal would like and what it wouldn't like. Try and respect it as much as possible. Yeah, yeah. Treat it, treat it like any other thing, like... Yeah, because, like, you know, have you heard, like, you know those vegans who force their pet to also go vegan? Um, who aren't originally vegan? Like, say, their dog? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And their dog 
doesn't like it. It's like, that's kind of disrespectful. Um, and it's, it's the same as those same type of people forcing other people to do what they like. It's like, you don't force your likes and dislikes on your pets, like, who are animals. You also don't force that same thing onto other humans and people. So, it's kind of just like, you should just treat animals how you treat other people. Because that's just yeah, how Yeah, kind of. Like, treat, treat them how you want to be treated. Kind of. A bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you know how um, uh, you were talking about um, uh, like uh, 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 vegan people giving their dogs like ve ve vegan food? Like I took like mo so most vegan people um, become vegan to, for like animal rights and stuff and like animal freedom and stuff. Yeah, Wouldn't yeah. that be going against their beliefs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, well, I guess it's guess it's different for different vegan people because like some vegans feel like um they believe that animals can and should whether they are naturally born to like meat or not they sh can and should just go eat plants instead yeah they should learn better to be in vegan general yeah because they think it's better and it's the better thing for them to do so I guess they have the mindset that, hey, I'm doing the right thing. It's like a parent who's like, oh, this is the right thing. You know, you I know should it. force this person to do this thing because I think it's good for them. You know, but like sometimes it's good. Like if you're if you have a pet and they're sick and you need to take them to the vet, but they don't want to go to the vet. It's like, oh, well, you need it to be healthy. So sometimes it's like a parent taking their kids to the doctor um to get vaccinated or something yeah but priorities, then yeah. there's like when when the parent like forces their kid to i don't know do a hobby they don't like like doing sports or something if the kids doesn't like doing something like singing or doing sports or writing and their parent forces it, it's like uh you're a pet owner and you force your dog to eat only vegetables when yeah. they naturally want to eat meat so it's like, you know, in a way, I guess you can compare many things that people do to humans that they also do to animals or pets. Yeah, lo lots of people can compare their pets to their children anyway. Well, humans are technically animals anyway. <laughs> Next question. Um, question number eight. What exactly is self-esteem and where does it come from? Uh, self-esteem. I guess this is a... Um, uh, well, self-esteem is pride, in an essence. And I would say pride is to... We're going to link it. I'm going to find a way to link this back to um, survival instincts, because obviously survival instincts is like where we come from. So, like, I would say it's to do with, like, um, being, like, the leader of the group. Self-esteem shows pride and confidence. So it would be, like, showing mm -hmm. your leadership skills, kind of, if you get what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Self-esteem, um, it also I mean, shows that you know, you understand. Yeah. I think I agree. Self-esteem. I mean, I feel like self-esteem just kind of comes in, like, people can have a lot of self-esteem, and I, that, I guess that comes from, I guess, living, from doing what they do. And I guess, I guess there's a part of everyone who kind of just is in the back of their heads watching them. And that's what makes their self-esteem. 
I just, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I agree with you, yeah. Yeah. No, because I would say self-esteem is like, if you have self-esteem, then like you understand yourself. I mean, yeah, I would yeah. say. All right. Next question. Is there inherent order in nature or is it all just randomness and chance? Is it fate or is it... Um, inherent order... Um, well, yeah, I... In terms of... Well, it's kind of depending on what you're going with. Like, there, there are some orders, like the weather cycle, for example. Like, there are orders, but, like, there are some random things. Wait, so, like, stuff happens in random because of order... So like I mean, it can there can randomly be a day that like it's super sunny, which also means that like it'll be like thundery and stuff later, super rainy and stuff because it was super sunny. If you go, so like random things happen which cause order. So it starts off random and it turns into order. Well, those random things do come from somewhere though. There is a cause to those necessarily random things. So those random things aren't random because there's something that caused those so-called random things. Yeah, that's true. And then there's something that causes that. That is, it's like the rain cycle. It's like the rain cycle. It's like there's water, it evaporates in the cloud, and then it comes back down. It's like there isn't really a randomness to that. I mean, there's a cause, like the wind can happen, and then like different temperatures can happen. But like... Those with the wind and the temperature, they may seem random at times, but they also have a source. They also have that kind of cycle as well that's similar to the rain cycle, the wind cycle, or whatever. I don't know. And it's just like, I guess there's a cause yeah. to everything that can create this giant loop and cycle. So I guess it, I wouldn't call it necessarily random because there's kind of is an inherent order to everything in a way. Yeah. Everything has a rules of how it works. Yeah, but I guess there is somewhat of a sense of randomness if you're going by the human definition of randomness. But I guess randomness itself is kind of iffy because there's the question of can something truly be random? Because, you know, the butterfly effect. The butterfly effect can go for so long and it can basically go on for infinity. Because something, something always causes something else to happen. So if something happens, there's probably something that caused that to happen. And there definitely is something that caused it to happen. So is there a beginning if it keeps going on and on and on? So then technically nothing would necessarily be random because everything has a cause. That can technically be predicted because if everything has a cause, then what's the cause of... If you know the cause, then you can predict what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. The butterfly effect definitely comes into effect here. So, in, I guess in that sense, I would say nature does have an inherent order if you're, depending on what you mean randomness to be and what chance to be. Because if your definition of random comes with like the fact of the butterfly effect where something always causes something else to happen, then randomness can't necessarily be truly random. So that means then thing, nature itself can only come with an inherent order. But if your definition of randomness does come with randomness and randomness is truly random, then I guess 
order, the nature's order would be somewhat random. But in my case, I think that nature does have a somewhat inherent order because randomness also has that inherent kind of order of cause and effect. Yeah. Got All me. right, next question. Um, what is or should be the main purpose of law? Law is basically like um, rules and like, it's just like, it just like tells you or like guides you on how you should live, what to do, what not to do. Like laws don't tell you how to live life, but like advise you on what things you should and shouldn't do. So it will, so like if you follow mm. rules, you won't be able to complete the whole of life. Like if you only follow, like if you don't know want I me, mean, if you, if you only read a rule book, you won't be able to live life. But like rules help guide you through what to do, what not to do. And it just like tries to maintain peace. Yeah, maintain peace. So is that what you think it should be? Well, is, is that to what me, you think laws are? Or rules, yeah, rules should be. should be maintaining peace and allow, yeah, maintaining peace and allowing the development and advancement of society. Mm. I mean, yeah, I think that's, that makes sense. But like, okay, the question, I guess, what is the purpose of law? I honestly wouldn't know. At this moment, I don't know because I'm not the person who makes the laws and also, um, hella controversial hella controversial what is the purpose of laws i don't know i don't know the purpose of laws right now at least what the people who make the laws decide but i think the purpose of laws should be to i guess respect the fundamental give i guess give people the fundamental rights that they deserve which is to live and be happy I guess the laws should be for the purpose to serve that. Okay. One thing I would say is that um, laws, like, are, aren't necessary. The reason why is because I believe that all laws that exist right now should be common sense, shouldn't need to be told to you. Like, you should follow rules mm. without being told what they are, really. I mean, but some people don't have common sense. Yeah, some people don't, obviously, like, obviously, that's why we have it, but, like, if, if people did have common sense, then... But, the thing is, people don't. So plenty of people that. don't have basic common sense. So that's why there should be laws, right? Because even though there are people who have common sense, there's also a mixture of people who don't have common sense mixed together. So, laws... If people who have common sense already follow those laws, then the laws don't cause a problem to them. It shouldn't cause an inconvenience. But people without common sense, it might cause inconvenience to them, but that's because they don't have common sense. One thing I, one thing I would say is that laws are like a fancy way of just like set it, setting in rules. Like because obviously like it's illegal, it's like illegal in law to vandalize and break someone's thing. But you get consequences either way, even if it wasn't a law. Like, the person's stuff that you broke, they'd probably, like, come to your house and, uh, like, bash you up or something for doing that. You'd still get a consequence either way. 
But I think Lord. But the thing like, is, the consequences. The people don't always get consequences for what they do. It's it's like whether you believe in karma or not. If you believe in karma, then I guess you'd say, oh yeah, natural karma. The government doesn't need to come into that and give punishment themselves. But the thing is, I don't really believe in karma because plenty of people who've done horrible things don't get the punishment they deserve. Yeah, that's true. That's true, though. That's why the law comes in. Even though the law isn't perfect, I think there is still a sense of need to be a law because sometimes people don't get the punishment that others think deserve. And I guess the law is there so people who do seek for other people to get that punishment are able to by bringing them to court. Although that could be yeah. abused. But, you know. Yeah. Okay. Um, question 11. How can we define what is and isn't art? Um, uh, what is and isn't art? Well, that's completely subjective. Like, that's up to you. Like, what is art? Like, anything can be art if you want it to be art. In fact, every no, so... everything is art you, if you take it. Like, everything can be art. It's just how you take it. Everything is its own type of art, if you know what I mean. Like, there's, like, modern art. There's, like, just, like, like color coding is, like, a type of art. Like, s sorting stuff into, like, specific groups is a type of art. Organization yeah, is yeah. art. And just, like, general art, why you generally consider art, like, drawing and stuff. Pooping is a form of art. The correct way to poop. <laughs> no. All right. Um, that was short and quick. Alright, next question. Are the acts that are beyond redemption... Are there acts? That makes no sense. That are beyond redemption. Are there yeah. acts... Are there acts that are re beyond redemption? What can and cannot be redeemed? How and why? Acts beyond redemption would be... Um, something that would cause multiple damage and like like an impede like for example blowing up a whole country like if you were to like change the geo uh, not geometry geography of the earth so like let's just say you completely got rid of the whole of japan like japan just just didn't exist anymore that'd be beyond redemption you can't fix well i guess you could but like that's a bit too big. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? You can't just... That's not... I don't think... Is that physically possible to just get rid of Japan? I don't I don't know if that's physically possible. I'm just thinking... Actually, wait. No. I... What, what, what acts do you think can happen to physically make Japan just disappear? I have no clue. Uh, some kind of massive bomb. Artificially made black hole well, people... book? But... Uh, I... <laughs> That's... Okay. I don't, Me I don't using know. the Japan just example isn't really relevant here. It was just like, just like making a massive change to something. That's like bad. Well... How is how is that bad? What if What if plenty of people think that it's okay? What if they think that's the right thing to do? I don't, I don't know. I don't. I don't know my answer for this question. 
Hold on, let me hear yours and then I'll figure out mine. Because, like, redemption itself is subjective. You can, you, you choose whether someone to redeem themselves or not. It's like if you're watching a movie or a show, it's like, oh, this character did something bad. Do I forgive them later on in the show after they uh, said they were sorry? It is kind of forgiveness, um, I guess. Did they redeem themselves or no, you know? So it's kind of like, oh, it's, it's more of a subjective thing. But also, I guess that also means that if an act is beyond redemption, is up to you to decide yourself. Because if someone, you know... Did the I don't know if someone assaulted you, if someone brutally assaulted you, and to you that that act may not be redeemable, and that act may never be redeemable, but to some other people, people may think, oh, they've done enough to redeem themselves. If they like say someone like acts like brutally assault someone while they're drunk. And, like, the person who got assaulted could choose to forgive the person who assaulted them because they're drunk, or the person can choose not to forgive them. It's kind of like that, whether you, if that person tries to make it up to you, it's like, I don't know, I'll confess to what I did, I'll put myself in prison, then I'll do whatever I can, I'll give you anything you want, leave you alone if you want to. And then that person says, I don't forgive you even after you do that, but someone else can also say, hey, I do forgive you. You've redeemed yourself for doing everything you've done. So it's kind of just like subjective. For me, I would say um, it's like, I uh, my personal opinion on redemption, anything can be redeemed. It's like it's like a weighing scale, essentially. Um, you weigh your bad deeds against your good deeds. Like if you do enough good things that like equals out to your bad things, then you've redeemed yourself. Because you did as much good things as you did bad machines for like but every bad thing you did if... you did a good thing which means you're equal you're not bad you're not a bad person but, you're not but, a good person either if it's but, equal but w- but not what are you to decide who are you to decide how how good something someone did is what like who are you to well, decide that's, that's your own, how per- good that's your, something that's your own personal opinion did. obviously exactly yeah so it's like yeah that is also subjective is it not <laughs> yeah th- yeah it is subjective it is subjective so this question is subjective the act of redemption itself is redu- subjective correct yeah yeah redemption is a, a subjective thing okay question 13 is beauty truly in the eye of the beholder or are some things objectively beautiful um, nothing is objectively beautiful. Everything is in the eye of the beholder, I guess. Which is basically meaning uh, yeah, it's I've all subjective. Once again, it's subjective. <laughs> yeah, 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 but why? I mean, for me, for me, there's many examples in life itself. Because, like, how some people like something while others don't, that, that itself is kind of just, like, opinions. That itself is just likes and dislikes. I guess the saying beauty is in the eye of the beholder, if, if the previous question, what defines what is art, is like, oh, anything can technically be art, then beauty, anything can be beautiful. 
Cause yeah, anything can be beautiful. Can be it's beautiful. just up to the person. Exactly, yeah. So it's like, oh, what is art? Um, it's for, up for you to decide. Yeah. It is completely subjective. What a great ending that is because, you know, what a great message. You are the one to decide many things in your life, whether something is beautiful or not, and what is whether art is art and, you know, whether you think some, somebody or someone is redeemable. Redeemable. Well, it looks like it's a perfect time for us to wrap up now. Thank you for listening to the eighth, yeah, eighth, eighth episode of Life Raid. We shall see you next week. Thank you for listening and bye-bye.